The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. From the studios of The Shepherd Radio Network, it's Afternoons with Mike. This next hour is all about our walk with Jesus with local pastors, newsmakers, people who are making a difference for the gospel. Now, here is your host, Mike Gilland. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to my program, Afternoons with Mike, right here on the Shepherd Radio Network. I am thrilled beyond compare today. I've got on the line one of my guitar heroes. I've watched this guy on YouTube for a couple of years now and really love it. I don't even know how I found Walter Rodriguez Jr., but I did, and I'm so glad I did on the line on YouTube. Welcome to my program, Walter. Oh, thank you, Mike. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. It is so great to have you. Your name came up last year, not by—I was already a fan. I, honestly, I was already a big fan of yours, watched your guitar playing, watched your arrangements. I have never seen more what appear to be elastic fingers than you, my man. How do you do <laughs> It's incredible. The oh, chords you, you make and the speed with which you make them. It's unbelievable, but your name came up with Thurlow Spur. I was in interviewing him, and he was up in the studio, and we were oh, okay. talking, and he was telling me all about Christmas Is, and that was 2021, uh, and I was not able to make it to that one because of a planned trip, but he said, there's this guy, and, and I wondered when he mentioned, started describing this guy from South Florida that was a world-renowned guitar player, and I'm thinking, oh, that couldn't be Walter Rodriguez. <laughs> and it was. I almost fell out of the chair, and I thought, Thurlow, I have followed this guy for a couple of years. This is really amazing, and he was talking all about you, and it, it's such a joy to have you on, Walter. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Well, let's get to know you a little bit. Tell us, where did you grow up, and how did you come to know the Lord? Yes, uh, I'm originally from uh, from Brazil, you know, hence my uh, charming accent. <laughs> <laughs> you sound great. Oh, thank you. Yes, I grew up in uh, in Sao Paulo, which is, uh, you know, the biggest city there. And uh, my dad, he, he was a pastor his entire life. And uh, I grew up in his church and started playing the guitar very early in my life. Uh, I was around five, six years old when I was, uh, you know, already playing church. And uh, my dad was very musical. Uh, I came from a very musical family. My dad was a multi-instrumentalist, uh, but his main instrument was the harmonica. Uh, he couldn't read music, but he had a very, very good ears. And my mom, she was a classical pianist. Uh, she played uh, concerts, you know, she had a uh, uh, many students, so music was uh, was very prominent in, in our house, and I was uh, you know very lucky because uh, one of the one of the members of the church he became a member when I was I think around seven eight years old. Uh, he was a very famous guitar player in Brazil back then, mm. and he accepted the Lord. And he started congregating uh, with us in my dad's church, and he became my mentor. So that was a big, big blessing. And he turned me to jazz. Mm -hmm. uh, he gave me a few <laughs> jazz records, and one of them was Joe Pass. 
And uh, when I heard Joe Pass for the first time, I mean, it just blew my mind and I got goosebumps all over. And I was, I, I guess I was around 10 years old. I was already transcribing Joe Pass. And uh, I came back from school and I spent hours and hours while my friends were playing soccer, you know, doing other things. I was at home transcribing Joe Pass. <laughs> and, you know, transcription back in that day, when you're listening to music and trying to copy what you're hearing on recordings, it's a lot different back then than it is today, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, back then was records. <laughs> right. uh, oh, yeah. I, I'm from, I'm, I was born in 67. So back then was just records, just vinyls, not even uh, cassette tapes. You know, when cassette right. tapes came out was a you know big thing. Uh, but yeah, that was the best school. Nowadays, we have so much technology that does everything for you and you use less and less your, your ears. Uh, but back then was the real deal. So. It, it was the real deal. Vinyl records with needles that you had to be careful not to scratch up the record. That was Absolutely. always a sad day when I damaged uh, doing some of the contortions on that record that I did because I would disengage the the turntable and I would take my finger and I would spin the record with the needle on it. I would spin it very slowly so I'd slow those riffs down and I could get a better idea of exactly what they were doing. I couldn't see anything. It was all listening. But right. Boy, in today's world, you can take a YouTube video and actually slow the YouTube video down. Absolutely. <laughs> it's really crazy. But that's really great. So you listened back in that day to a couple of favorite jazz players. And did uh, the, you mentioned this guy mentored you? Did he give you lessons? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had uh, lessons twice a week with him, and we played in church maybe wow. three, four times a week. So uh, we became, I mean, my, my style was heavily influenced by, by, by his playing in the beginning, and I was very lucky to have him as a mentor. And, uh, you know, after that, I, um, I, because, you know, gr growing up in Brazil and back then was pretty scary, uh, the idea of becoming a professional musician, make a living, you know, as, as a musician. So I made a deal with my dad. He said, okay, son, you go to school, you graduate, you get your, you know, bachelor's in something else, and then you're free to go. Then you can do whatever you want. I said, okay. So I went to school, uh, went to college. I graduated in, in business administration, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I graduated, I was, I think I was 20 years old, 20, 21. And then I moved to, uh, moved to the U.S. I came to, uh, to Los Angeles first. I went to the Musicians Institute in Hollywood, California. Is that right? Yes. And that was, a, you know, a, a life-changing experience. I just had the best teachers, you know, you could possibly ask for. It was a one-year course. I mean, I was at school. The school was 24-hour. It never closed. So I was there from early in the morning until midnight sometimes, two, three in the morning, jamming and, you know, playing, recording. It was was a really... Uh, an amazing experience and my playing started to go to the next level and after i graduated it was from uh 89 to 90 
after I graduated, I came to Miami to visit a friend. And this friend of mine, he told me, hey, Walter, why don't you uh, uh, go audition at FIU or University of Miami? You know, they have very good music programs there. I said, well, okay, let me give it a shot. And while I was here for a couple of weeks visiting with him, uh, I have my guitar with me. I went to, uh, to FIU and I asked if I could audition and they make an appointment. I went there, auditioned. And they uh, they offer me a full ride for all four years. <laughs> I'm not they surprised said, by that. <laughs> really not. And I was uh, the guitar player for the uh, for the jazz band for all four years straight, oh, and it was that's... it was incredible because we we traveled a lot, and uh, you know when you have a scholarship, they 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 really use you for everything, right? Yep. So all the functions in school, Walter, you yeah. know, come down here. Bring your guitar. So, exactly. So I, I was always, always playing, but it was a great experience. And at that time, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the trumpet player called Arturo Sandoval. No, I, I've heard of Sandoval, but I don't, uh -huh. I'm not that familiar with him. Yeah. I mean, he is one of the, you know, world's greatest uh, trumpet players of all times. And he was a professor there, uh, and he played in the big band very often. So I was always playing with him, and he hired me to play a few gigs also with him. And we travel, you know, to other countries. Uh, here in the U.S., we went to several places. We played uh, jazz festivals, and, I mean, it was a really, really an amazing experience. And after I graduated, I, I was playing, you know, all over the place and very busy until I started a family. And, you know, with a family, it's really hard to, to be a traveling musician. Mm -hmm. So I, I decided to uh, go for the teaching, you know, uh, in the teaching field. And I got certified. I went back to school, took all the education, the music education classes and you know, became a certified music teacher and I could stay home comparing to, you know, uh, before I could stay much more with my family and I not always enjoy teaching kids. Uh, I guess be because my mentor was uh, so important, I, I just picture myself without him I would not be here today with, mm -hmm. if it was not for him and I said listen I was talking to my wife I, I, I told her listen the same way I was so blessed by having a mentor you know there's so many talented kids out there I just I gotta be an influence to them as well so I decided to uh, to give it a try and I started teaching in public schools and I taught uh, for, it's been, what, 20, 21 years now. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And I've done all sorts of things, orchestra, guitar, ensembles. I mean, you name it. So I, I teach kids. I, uh, you know, I have my older students. I do lots of uh, studio uh, work at home. And I don't perform as much as before, of course, but I am more 
I'm in a point that I can select, you know, the gigs I play, mm -hmm. the work yeah. I do. So, I mean, it, it's been a blessing. And uh, the internet, the YouTube, especially YouTube, it's been such a, uh, you know, I mean, such a, it, it's, a, it's a stage that is open for the entire world. I mean, you upload a video, the whole world already saw your video, you know, like in a minute after you did it. It's 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 such an experience, and it's scary when you when you when you think that way. I mean, whatever you do, it's it's open there for the whole world to see. Uh, it's so true. You know, I don't know again how I stumbled on your video, but it popped up, and for whatever reason, it was a there for me, and I heard it, and then I was smitten. So I subscribed to your channel. And then, of course, that opens up the treasure trove of every video you do. It comes to my inbox, and and that's exactly how people are are doing it. What I what I'm always amazed at is that initial though the initial connection, and I guess it's just the way YouTube uh, all of its inner workings does. It just puts out if if they know you like guitar, it puts out some suggestions. And you, exactly. and you were one of those, I, I got on one of those algorithms and it, it worked wonderfully for me because I found Walter Rodriguez Jr. And man, <laughs> your guitar playing was so, so great. And you're one of those guys that can just sit down just with you and the guitar and, and, and feel, make it feel like it's an orchestra. And that's a real gift. Uh, we're going to play a, a cut, a, a, kind of set this up for us. This is one of my favorite hymns. Oh, it's uh, the song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. What inspired you about this song? I mean, uh, there's no better friend than Jesus. Um, you know, he's the, the one you can count on anytime. I mean, all the time. So, uh, I mean, the music is it's my ministry. is the way I express, uh, you know, God's love within me. So um, every time you're sad, you're happy, you go to him, he's right there, you know, so that's, uh, and every time I play What a Friend We Have in Jesus, I mean, it's, uh, it, it, it just reminds me and reminds whoever listens to it, you know, what a, a true friend he is. Well, this is Walter Rodriguez Jr. with What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Unfortunately, due to internet licensing restrictions, we're not able to play this song. Uh, your playing is just so sweet, and again, one of my favorite songs. That was Walter Rodriguez Jr. He is my guest today on Afternoons with Mike, and Walter will be featured at the Christmas Is concert in December. That's uh, it's several months away yet. So you've got lots of time to plan that one. December the 3rd at Calvary Orlando, Walter will be out in the lobby there at Calvary playing prior to the whole big production. And you're not going to want to miss Walter's playing. We'll be back with him in a moment and yet another song from Walter Rodriguez Jr. When we return, this is Afternoons with Mike. Are you looking for the right franchise to open your own business? Green Flag Franchise has the experience and knowledge to help match your business plan with your goals and values. Is your business ready to become a franchise? Green Flag Franchise will help you explore the potential and benefits of franchising your existing company. 
For a free consultation and coaching, visit GreenFlagFranchise.com. That's GreenFlagFranchise.com. Palm Beach Atlantic University Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millennia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844-PBA-ORLANDO. That's 844-PBA-ORLANDO. If you need help with your bookkeeping but can't afford to hire a full-time employee, The Good Books Company is your answer. The Good Books Company is a total bookkeeping solution, working with most industries and offering a free no-obligation discovery session. The Good Books Company can help you clean up and catch up on all your bookkeeping needs. Visit them at goodbooks.com. That's goodbooks.com. Or call 321-356-0774. That's 321-356-0774. Welcome back to The Shepherd here on Afternoons with Mike. My guest today is Walter Rodriguez Jr. He's a pro guitar player from down in South Florida around the Miami area. You know, Walter, you said that you were something like seven or eight when that guy started working with you. Uh, I am sure that that is for you an image as you now work with young people, teaching them, mentoring them on the guitar. Uh, It's really... Uh, very clear that you enjoy working with them and must remind you of those days when you were starting. That's absolutely, yes. Uh-huh. Oh, that's absolutely really great. Right. What kind of guitar did you play back then? Uh, I my, my very first guitar was a uh, special made guitar. Uh, the brand is Del Vecchio. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a, a smaller guitar. Back then, you could not find uh, small guitars in, in music stores. Uh, there were only standard regular guitars. So my dad uh, <clears throat> special ordered this guitar for me. And after that, I guess my my second guitar was a Fender Stratocaster. Oh, it went electric. Yeah, yeah it was an electric Fender yeah. Stratocaster. And then uh, I also got a Gibson Les Paul, which I still have it. To this day oh that's great yes and the problem with the gibson last poll is that it was so heavy <laughs> it, it, they are very heavy <laughs> yes and very heavy and i was just a kid i couldn't play standing for too long i had to sit down to play but yeah i started with on the electric guitar and uh because you know i grew up in brazil and you grew up listening to uh, Bossa Nova and, you know, samba music and Antonio Carlos Jobim, all those pretty, you know, harmonies. And But they are mainly on the nylon string guitar. Mm-hmm. And the first time I played a nylon string guitar, I fell in love with it. Not only because of the sound, but because it didn't hurt my fingers. <laughs> At least not as much as those metal strings, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it was so handy because you you don't have to plug it in. It's acoustic. It has a nice, sweet, warm sound. It won't hurt your fingers. So I started you know, to make the transition. And I've been playing uh, nylon string mainly for you know for decades now. I still play the electric, uh, especially when I'm doing studio work at home. Um, I have a few electric guitars because I need sometimes to get the right sound for mm-hmm. 
for the job. But I mean, my main instrument is definitely the uh, the nylon string guitar. So going back to what you do there now, you you made that decision, got your degree in music, and you also had your undergraduate degree in business, and you've been teaching all this time. Uh, how uh, how has that been affected by what we've gone through in the country in the last couple of years with the pandemic and how that impacted just about every kind of business? How how was that for you? Oh, actually, uh, my business grew a lot during the pandemic because I have an online. It's, it's not I wouldn't say an online school, but I have a, a platform called Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my Patreon channel is, um, is, is growing and it, it grew a lot during the pandemic. And what I do there, I have, uh, I call it mini lessons. So I have like five minute, 10 minute lessons because in today's world, people, they, it's really hard for people to, uh, to get engaged to, to long, uh, mm-hmm. videos. So hence the success of Instagram and TikTok and all those platforms because it's, you know, uh, fast uh, videos. Um, so I decided to, to go that route and it's been working wonderful because I, I teach the lesson, but it's quick. So I have people engaged. And uh, during the pandemic, I was able to uh, record more lessons and invest more time uh, towards, you know, that platform. So, uh, I mean, for me, as far as business is concerned, it, it, it was great because I could spend more time and learn, you know, many tricks and, uh, really putting my time on it. It was great. Well, not only do you do a great job playing guitar in these videos, but one of the things that I think sets you apart and make they, this makes your videos look even more appealing is the fact that you've turned into a bit of a videographer as well and a producer of videos, that part of it. uh, I'm sure your business background, all of that came into play, but there's this creative setup as well. All of your videos look great, how you stage them. And that in itself is kind of rare in this day and age. Yeah, you know, Mike, uh, when you are a one-man operation, you, (laughs) you need to learn all the tricks. So I had to learn from scratch how to edit, how to, uh, you know, make the, the video look good, not only the sound, but uh, believe it or not, as you know, since I started uh, my YouTube channel, I think it was maybe 12, 13 years ago, uh, I became a better player, I would say a cleaner, you know, quote unquote player, because when you are, when you record audio only, you can edit, you know, you can do the punch-ins and you can fix things here and there. But when you record a video, that's right. If you make a mistake, you cannot just cut that part and fix it. So you need to play it clean from the beginning to the very end. And when I first started, I I would do like 40, 50 takes of the same song until I got the perfect <laughs> the perfect video take. And now it's becoming much easier for me because you just, you have to perfect your playing as far as cleanness. Uh, you really need to, you know, play right. And that that helped me a lot. So, um, yeah, I can't imagine. As, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's very interesting because in the beginning, it was a nightmare. I mean, when you're not used to it, 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 it it's really hard. If you're only used to record audio and then when you go to video, when you see that red, that red light on, <laughs> you know, recording, you start making all the mistakes <laughs> you wish you, you did not. <laughs> That's right. I, I've done a little bit about that and I am, I am always amazed how much better I play when it's just me sitting in my studio. And mm -hmm. uh, then when it, if that record light hits, it, it just does something to the brain, doesn't it? That's true. Absolutely. Well, that's it's great. If you've just tuned in, talking today to Walter Rodriguez Jr. Uh, in segment one, we were we were learning a little bit about his background and how that music shaped, really shaped his life. Obviously, that turned around and shaped his career, what he does, uh, this whole thing of growing an audience and really a, a fan base. It used to be done only through touring and you're right walter it's hard to raise a family when you're on the road uh you know 300 dates a year or or 200 even dates a year True. a lot of uh, full-time musicians uh that that is what they do and that's how they have to do it in order to make it but boy to have what you've done and i think god's honored you with your uh desire to have a, a family and and to do what what you've done and to see how it's turned out for you, it's really, really great. You seem yeah. to really enjoy the whole thing of the gift of music. I'm sure I'm right on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you have a favorite genre? Yes, I mean, uh, my favorite genre has always been jazz. Uh, I've, listening, I've been listening to jazz since a little kid, and I grew up playing, transcribing jazz. Um and most recently, um, I, I actually, let me go back a little bit here. I was a lot into straight ahead jazz, lots of improvisation. Uh, but since I became more like a finger style player and I got into arranging, uh, all that improvisation part of, you know, of, of jazz and solos and that kind of, it's not that I don't enjoy, but uh, the arranging aspect of music just, you know, took over me in such a way that uh, today what I really enjoy doing is just getting a song and take it from scratch and I arrange it, you know, kind mm -hmm. of transform in my own way. So that's my passion. I, I would today I would call myself uh, more of an arranger than a performer hmm. because that's what I really uh, enjoy doing it. So I get a hymn, I get a, you know, song that I like, and I, I arrange it, make it sound, you know, my, my own way. That, that, that's what I really enjoy doing, arranging. One of the things that's critical with arranging and then getting that down where uh, you have it is the fact that you can read music. And obviously that, do you write out all of your arrangements? Do you write them out notation-wise? Yes, most of them. Yes, most of them. It's, a, it's time consuming to, to, to notate a finger style arrangement. It's very mm -hmm. time consuming. But I mean, once you do it, it you know, it's there forever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would say maybe 99% of all my arrangements are, 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 are notated. 
Wow. So when you would play with Sandoval and the others, when you would go out and when you were in school, did they give you the full, like the solo written out that you would have to learn? Uh, no, the, the, the way it works in jazz is, uh, you usually have what they call the lead sheet. Just the lead sheet so, and the chart then. Yeah. Exactly. And some, well, if you're playing, uh, with a big band, sometimes you have a few parts that are written out because there's lots of doubling with the horns, uh, single lines that you have to double with the horns. But for the most time, it's only the chords mm -hmm. and uh, some rhythmic notation, specific rhythmic notation that you need to do. And the solos are, are, are pretty open. You just have an open solo section with the chords and, you know, that's up to you in, a, in the and, hot seat. <laughs> and there you go. You get to improv right on top of those chords. And, exactly, oh, my gosh, yeah. the music theory has to be your best friend when you're on one of those kind of gigs like that. So... That's really great that you've learned it. Now, one of the things you're going to be doing again in 2022, like you did last year, at, that's a trip up north to Orlando, and you're going to be at Calvary, Orlando for Christmas Is alongside Thurlow Spur and the rest of the gang. My daughter is actually singing uh, this year uh, in the Thurlow Spur Singers. So uh, I hope wow, to be there. Awesome. I'm finally going to get to meet you face to face and watch you in person. I can't wait to get to do that. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I did it last year and it was, was a blast. It's, I mean, Thurlow is the best. I mean, it, it, it's such a wonderful, you know, experience. You know, when you uh, think about Christmas and the kind of guitar that you play, it is really so, I believe, beautiful to see and hear a guitarist do what you do with these wonderful, well-known Christmas arrangements uh, songs that not, uh, they just bring great joy, don't they? Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, Mike, uh, like I mentioned before, this is you know this is my ministry, and it's so rewarding when I when I receive comments saying like, "Oh, I, I was so depressed. I mean, I couldn't barely make the day," and then I heard your music, and it just brought me so much peace. And, you know, I, I have so many stories. I mean, it, it, it's just unbelievable how God can use you as an instrument, you know, through through music to touch people's lives. It's it's just amazing. It really is. So, yeah. And I'm so humble that, you know, I've been able to to uh, to work for the Lord that way. Well, you are, and you're telling the gospel story, and you're also doing it through this song that we're going to play. This is a great Christmassy song. Go tell it on the mountain. This is Walter Rodriguez Jr. Unfortunately, due to internet licensing restrictions, we're not able to play this song. That is the amazing artistry of Walter Rodriguez Jr. Go tell it on the mountain. Walter is my guest today. We're going to be back with him. Don't forget, you can go to YouTube and be a part of his YouTube channel. All you have to do is just sign up for it, subscribe, click that little bell, and uh, you'll be able to be notified when he puts a new video that's out there. Walter is going to be featured in the lobby this coming December, the 3rd of December, at Calvary Orlando for Christmas Is, and you're just not going to want to miss Walter Rodriguez or all of the other fine folks that will be there, part of Thurlow Spurs' big production, Christmas Is. 
It's coming up in December at Calvary Orlando. I'll be back with Walter Rodriguez Jr. One more segment coming up right here on Afternoons with Mike. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, EC Waters is a top trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. If you've considered the natural beauty of a wood floor, then go with a winner. Ability Wood Flooring has been a trusted source and family-owned and operated since 1950. Ability Wood Flooring is voted best of the best and are featured on A&E's Zombie House Flipping. Ability proudly works with Florida's top builders, winning many awards in the Parade of Homes. Get a free design consultation today. AbilityWoodFlooring.com If you are nearing 65 years of age and need to compare Medicare supplement plans, here is great news. You can speak to a licensed, professional, independent insurance agent at Affordable One Insurance in Orlando. You'll find them to be so trustworthy and helpful. And at Affordable One, there is no cost or obligation for your call. Comparing plans can be confusing. Get the help you need at Affordable One. Call 407-965-4166. That's 407-965-4166. So enjoying this time today on the phone line with uh, a real guitar hero, somebody that I love and respect, someone who has the joy of the Lord, I believe, emanating right from his face when he's playing all of these wonderful songs. It's such a delight not only to hear him, but to watch Walter Rodriguez Jr. as he plays. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I've noted, you play a type of guitar that I actually have one. I wish, I only wish I could uh, make my hands do what you make your hands do, (laughs) playing that Godin guitar. That seems to be one of the uh, favorite guitars that you have, right? Yes, uh, it's one of my main guitars because it's very versatile for me. Uh, I love the neck, love the way it plays, and it's also uh, MIDI enabled. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I use it a lot uh, in the studio for uh, orchestrating things. And uh, it, it's a great guitar. It's uh, you can play it um, unplugged. You can hear it because. At least the model I have, it's it, it's hollow inside. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love this guitar. I absolutely love it. And I play my Godin the same way. It's chambered, and it's really nice, like you said, hollowed out. And it has a, a decent volume just by itself. But, boy, when you hook it up to the uh, amplifier or your studio system, that's when the magic happens with that guitar, right? Absolutely. And uh, on my guitar, I did a little upgrade. It is called uh, Polybase. I installed, it's like a circuit board, and the two lowest strings, the E and the A, uh, will sound an octave lower. So when you play by yourself, all the bass notes that you play on the regular chords, they sound an octave lower. So like if a bass player was playing with you, and it's a wonderful, you know, device that I, uh, I I found out about about it uh, three four years ago it's made in, in 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 Switzerland Switzerland and I got it installed it oh my gosh it's 
it it's such a nice feature to have when you play solo. Well, I have just now learned one of your hacks that I always wondered about because I've noted that, and I just assumed that you were somehow midding that uh, that lower tone, but it's actually a, 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 a like a bit of an adjustment you've made to the guitar. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Many people ask me, well, how, "How do you get those uh, those low those low notes?" And because uh, it, it's a device that it's not advertised, you never hear about it. I've never heard about it. Yeah. Uh huh. So you've modded that guitar and you did all that yourself? Yes, I installed it. It's like a plug and uh, plug and play. You just take one of the circuit boards out and just install the other one. Wow. The way they did it, it's it's so easy to to install it. Yeah. Now, is there a switch that you can go on and off with that? No, it's actually on the the my Golden. It has those sliding uh, buttons mm -hmm. that you control. The, the the synthesizer volume right when you hook it up to the to the synthesizer and that particular slide uh controls the volume of the bass sound oh that's great so you can mix it uh-huh okay well pardon us uh, friends for those of you that may not be guitar uh lovers like i am i'm sorry but that was so interesting i just <laughs> love hearing you talk about that you know we know mutually a friend doyle dykes and uh you know when i think about doyle he's another one of these guys a different style player than you but equally talented with just amazing uh, chords and abilities. Again, I think uh, the, the word, you know, it's kind of a strange word to use, I'll admit, but uh, contortions. <laughs> the what you do with your left hand on that, on that neck of that guitar, <laughs> you're able to get things that I think most people just look at and go, how in the world did he do that? How did he get that kind of speed from that switch of that chord to the mm -hmm. next? And uh, that's what Doyle does too. And he invited me to play with him one time, Walter. And it was like right before I didn't know I was going to do it. And so he said, but yeah, in a moment, I'm going to have Mike come up here. Well, I think my, my hands were so wet from sweating and nervous. <laughs> it was just, oh my word. It was, it was both wonderful and terrifying at the same time. But uh, that's what happened, man. It, he's a great player, isn't he? Oh my goodness, Doyle! He's a he's a monster player. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I met him many many years ago when he came to Miami to play uh, a small concert slash workshop at a, at a local guitar center. Oh, he did those clinics all over the place. Yeah, it was a clinic at guitar center, and it was many many years ago. And then I I never had the fortune of. Uh, meeting him again but i mean i follow him on his youtube channel i mean i have some of his cds and oh maybe one day i'll i'll get the, i'll have the honor of uh, playing with him oh i hope but so he, he is an amazing player i absolutely love his playing well who else besides doyle do you like to listen to oh i love listening to earl klug i love earl klug yeah yeah He's Earl great. Clue, amazing, amazing guitar player. I mean, his tone, uh, his harmonic concept is just out of this world. Uh, Joe Pass, you know, it's mm -hmm. been, I love listening to the very first record of Take Six. And the title of the CD is Take Six. 
that that CD just changed my life. I was in LA one day at a record store and they started playing that CD. I think it was back in 1990. And they started playing that CD and I I just got goosebumps all over and I I it changed my my life. That CD is just a, it's a must must have. Yeah, um, that's great. Take six. One of the uh, they're hoping that one of the singers from Take Six are going to be taking part in Christmas is if it if it works out. I hope it does get to work out. But that would oh, be wow. yeah. That, I understand that he's going to be there. Uh, or at least they're trying to make that happen. So uh-huh. we'll see if that happens. But uh, have you listened much to, to Tommy Emmanuel? Oh yes, Tommy. Yes. Uh huh. I mean, I love Tommy's playing. I've been to. Uh, quite a few concerts when he comes down here to South Florida. Oh, that's great. And I have a, uh, a Martin that he signed for me, a Martin guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he is as far as fingerstyle player, he's, I mean, he, he, he is the number one, you know, to go fingerstyle. I mean, Tommy Emanuel, the way he, he made the fingerstyle, uh, you know, popular in the world it's it's just amazing you know i love his uh, tedx video have you seen that my life is a yes uh, as uh-huh. i think as a, as a single player or something like that right. just look up tommy emmanuel and tedx and it's one of the most entertaining programs you'll ever see if you're a musician or if you like guitar music what he does it's unreal and I could not believe watching him get his guitar prepared. What he does was, I, I couldn't believe it. He scratches the outside of his guitar uh, until some of the finish is off of it purposefully. Yeah, so, so, yeah that, so he can get the percussion sound out exactly. of it. Exactly. <laughs> it seems wrong to do that. It's, really, it's against Whatever everything. Whatever works. that's great if you again just tuned in Walter Rodriguez Jr. he will be playing in the lobby at Christmas is that's going to be on December 3rd at Calvary Orlando and you can get tickets by going to christmasis.us christmasis.us and uh, we're going to have some of the other folks uh, over the next couple of weeks and months uh, on the program with us, who will be sharing there, like uh, Tim Kaufman, who is one of the singers. He'll be there as well. But, Walter, you'll be out. What was that like last year at that event? I, again, I didn't get to go to it. What was that like for you? Oh, it was an amazing experience. Uh, people are so welcoming. And I played at the lobby, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm going to do this year again, as people were walking in and they stopped and they you know, listened. For a little while, then they they went to the main auditorium. Uh, but it was such a great experience. I, I absolutely loved it, and I'm looking so forward for this year again. Oh, that's great. I can't wait to see it. And I've said it before, your role in uh, Christmas Is would be worth the price of admission, my friends. <laughs> and you can take it from here. So there's so many other things that will be going on that day. Uh, it's... Uh, just that you're a big piece of that pie, and I'm excited about that uh, that particular aspect of this event. 
Christmas is again December 3rd. If you'd like information on that, that's christmasis.us or as Thurlow says, Christmas is us. <laughs> that's the way he put it. And I think that works. What's ahead for you in 2022 besides that event, Walter? Well, uh, I don't have any, 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 any tours or anything right now uh, planned. Uh, but lots of work. I mean, the studio has been very, very busy Mm -hmm. and, you know, also the teaching and family, uh, we just got a puppy. So that's another full-time job. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. And yeah, but I mean, I mean, once in a while, uh, some local churches, they they invite me to go over and play uh, some special music. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, whatever happens, uh, but, you know, always busy, always working and, uh, always trying to, you know, spread, spread the word of the Lord and, uh, you know, doing what he called me to do. That's wonderful. What arrangement are you working on right now? Uh, I just, I just finished, I just, uh, wrote a, a new song, an original Oh wow! Yes, and uh, I'm arranging it, and should be recording a uh, a, a video in the next couple of weeks. Um, as far as other arrangements, I've been working on uh, on a CD of a uh, an amazing drummer. Uh, has played with many many uh, wonderful musicians, and I'm doing all the guitar tracks for him. Oh, that's great! Uh, and always arranging, you know, new songs for for YouTube and recording lessons for for my Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, always busy. <laughs> that's great, Walter Rodriguez Jr. His name is spelled if you type it into YouTube. It's with a U-E-S instead of a Z, Walter Rodriguez Jr., and uh, he has his own YouTube channel. And uh, believe me, friends, if you're a lover of music, there's enough there to keep you busy for a while. It's great. I don't know how many videos you have out, but it's a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. I think it's uh, over 100 now. Yeah. Yeah. Over 100 videos there. Uh And and they're well done. And uh, give us the address for your Patreon channel. Yeah, sure. It's uh, patreon.com slash Walter Fingerstyle. Slash Walter Fingerstyle. Fingerstyle. Okay. Uh-huh. I can't tell you how much fun this has been to have you on my program today. Thank you for taking the time to be with us, and we so look forward to seeing you in December. Oh, thank you, Mike, for having me. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Walter Rodriguez, Jr., my guest today. We'll see you next time, friends, right here on Afternoons with Mike.